1: Well there, you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is contacttalkradio.com. Consciousness in action and you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, Ping.fm, and UpSnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. I used to think time was my enemy My future wasn't looking good So worried about the things I couldn't see I couldn't see the things I could I was aging fearfully Worrying my life away When all along I should have been Thankful for every day, finally made a friend of time. Now you could say that I'm aging gratefully, Mm, aging gratefully.
2: Broadcasting from the rolling hills of the beautiful Tennessee Valley from the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. Across this amazing nation and spanning the universe you're listening to Aging Gratefully. I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly, bringing you exceptional guests and novel information to ensure you age great, live full, and embrace each extraordinary day for the incredible gift it is. Welcome everyone to the Aging Gratefully show. We broadcast every Friday on the CTR network at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Welcome to Aging Gratefully, most amazing listeners. How are you doing? I hope you're doing wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. What a fabulous show we have lined up for you today. You're going to love this power hour of Enlight. You meant so happy you choose to spend one of your 168 hours a week with us. And when I think of the many choices you have out there, I am in such appreciation that you do what keeps you coming back well smiles are served up and shared weekly maybe it's that i'm smiling and since they're contagious i hope you are too it's so healthy for you so enriching so fantabulous for your mind body and spirit we are known for getting smiling pandemics going around the world and when the corners of your mouth turn up you know what your stress goes down. It's really an awesome dynamic. What else? Well, some people say they love the positive vibes imparted here. It's an audio mood lifter upper. Speaking of mood lifter upper, some of you say you like how I make up my own words. The wordsmithing is kind of fun, I must admit. Did I ever tell you that I switched degrees in college? I went from a journalism degree to an english degree well let's just say that i realized i'm the kind of writer that can't follow rules and with an english degree it's kind of important that you do follow rules so in the end aside from being a gerontologist and that associates in psychology i ended up with that journalism degree because it let me write like i wanted to outside the lines no box creatively And life much like writing should be fun like that too. So what else? Many of you of course, love the eclectic lineup of our guests, the amazing thought leaders that we showcase week after week. And today will be no different. You love the surprises, never cookie cutter way we bring you topics. I like that too. Life shouldn't be dull and it should be full of surprises. At every age, I don't know why it would ever be thought that some things go away as we grow older, like just because we're older, certain things don't hold as much meaning anymore, or they shouldn't be done anymore. They're only for kids. Not true. Keep surprises in your life. It's part of the childlike wonder that gives life special meaning. I like the quote by George Burns. And I'll make it our aging, gratefully, alphabet soup for the psyche this week. You can't help getting older, but you don't have to get old. It's true. And so with that, I'll make our show dedication to the word mindset, because that is certainly using that. It's a noun, and it means an established set of attitudes held by someone. So speaking of mindset and not growing older, Then there's some things that always make me also feel like a kid again. Like when my papa starts talking and says, back in the day, when my papa starts anything with the words back in the day, I will literally stop anything and everything I'm doing for what's coming next. I want to know. I want to hear about back in the day. There's something about what's coming next. That's a hidden gem. No, it's not the all too familiar, over reiterated. We've all heard too much. I had to walk 18 miles to school with worn out shoes, eight holes in my socks in the rain, sleet and snow after shoveling ice off the driveway, feeding the chickens, doing the paper route. I don't know what other hardships we can cram in there to make our point of times more challenging to make our way to the schoolhouse. My papa did walk to school, by the way probably under many of those actual circumstances, truth be told, his parents believed in education and a strong work ethic. My papa also was one of eight siblings. And I remember one Christmas was so tight that Christmas gift was actually the meal and the gift, the big gift was oranges. Little did he know the next day, he would be the grand recipient of a surprise baseball. But he had to earn the money to buy the bat, and he worked for months and months to earn that bat, and he finally did. He grew up in a large family that from the outside didn't seem to have a lot, but he never felt a lack of anything because he was taught core values and self-worth from a very young age. They were woven into the fabric of his being. Less than wasn't something he identified with. He learned about it later in the world, but it's not something he personally adopted into his life. Yep, when my papa talks, I'm listening to all the wisdom he has to impart, but it's not just my papa. We all have this wisdom. We carry it with us like an invisible torch, burning and serving as a warm light for others to appreciate and even to show them the way if needed. There's a beauty to a life learned and lived, sharing what we know learned from the best education we might argue there actually is, graduating summa cum laude from Life University with a degree in the school of hard knocks. And when we embrace that, including and perhaps especially our own realization that we are perfectly imperfect There's an inherent peace and even transcendence that radiates from the very core of our being, creating unparalleled happiness and life gratitude. This is a pinnacle rite of passage for our soul's highest harmony to set our self-acceptance roots down deep and reflect upon life's rearview mirror as only part of our journey, not defining us, and yet looking ahead, knowing we're living life by design and the best is still yet to come. Today, we're going to have a conversation about wisdom across the ages, principles of beauty, and even supporting good mental health at every age. And I'm so excited to have it. Gregory Lansman is one of the most noted global beauty and wellness experts in the world. And he's with us today, a bestselling author of nine books, TV host of who specializes in using food to take years off the face naturally. Often referred to as the beauty advisor, Gregory's books and global TV program, Facelifting Food, shows viewers how to create quick skin-boosting meals and powerful skin treatments using everyday foods to achieve younger, healthier-looking skin at any age. Having worked in the beauty industry for 30-plus years, Gregory believes that looking youthful goes well beyond waging war on wrinkles and that how we age is 100% controllable his natural methods are used globally by models shown in universities and recommended by doctors. A beautiful soul whose generosity of the mind, body, and spirit speaks for itself. A returning guest and welcome friend of the Aging Gratefully Show anytime. It is with great pleasure to welcome you back to the show. So excited you're with us today, Gregory Landsman.
0: Holly, you couldn't be more excited than I am. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, for another lovely discussion. And as I said to you that I love, I love sitting, it feels like I'm sitting down with a friend and having a cup of coffee. And we are just chatting.
2: And we are, oh my goodness, such kindred spirits. We are right. I just uh, so excited to have you back on the show and listeners love your messages and the wisdom that you bring to us. So welcome back, Gregory. It's uh, just so exciting exciting to have this conversation and we're going to revisit something so special and so important actually. and we're going to talk about a lot of things, but the wisdom and value of life experience that comes with age and it's it's something that people don't always recognize in themselves. And I, I just don't you agree?
0: Absolutely you know we we live in a society that sees aging um, as something that is associated with loss and yet in truth this whole process of living a full life and aging it brings so much to our lives and I believe each of us has, untold wisdom that can be shared with those that we love and the broader community. You know, we, we have lived a full life. And as we age, and just speaking from my experience as I am heading towards 60, what I love about the process is that I feel so much stronger about who I am and what I represent in this world. And I feel I have a place here and I have purpose. When we are younger, we don't have that. And as we age, uh, we don't get older. We do get bolder. We stand up for who we are and what we represent in this world. And that's that's why I really believe that we all have this abundance of wisdom that needs to be shared. Because we know what makes us truly valuable human beings. And I believe that, you know, everyone has the ability to contribute meaningfully to the younger generation and those around them. Because age brings real life wisdom. It's not from a book, it's not from what someone told us. It's, it's like what you said about your father. When he said, back in the day, you dropped everything. Because, I smile. When
2: you, when you say yeah. that, I smile because good things are about to happen when my papa says that.
0: And I, I always loved that when my grandmother said, back in the day.
2: Yes. Because and they your, did. Your, your grandmother shared some incredible wisdom with you across the generations. She was an incredible role model to you. Uh, we we can't under we can't undersell how important this is the no, we can't. the wisdom across generations the relationships that we have with our elders yeah. and it's so important and your relationship with your grandmother was actually incredibly pivotal in
0: your life yes it um, and that's why I believe that there's so much wisdom that sits in our community that needs to be shared and heard. Because when I sat with my grandmother, I heard stories that enriched my life. And when we share our story, we can help heal someone else's. And I believe if we want a better future for our children, we need to share our story because we, we, we have a voice and it needs to be heard. And who needs to hear it the most are our children. Because I believe if we want a better future for our children, then we've got to show them what self-acceptance looks like. We have to become the daily reminders of resilience, hope, And the beauty and wisdom that really comes with with aging. And my grandmother, you know, she healed so many aspects of my life, Holly.
2: Well, Gregory, you're a strong voice for inclusion. And I'm sure it was because of um, your experiences in your youth and all of the foundations that came from your relationship with your grandmother and everything that um, she taught you.
0: Many people say that, you know, the country you are born in shapes your character. In my case, it had broken it down. You know, from as early as I could remember, I knew that the texture of my hair, the colour of my skin and the width of my nose would determine my level of freedom and my quality of life. I could read on park benches before I got to school, whites only, or having to look at my mother as she struggled to tell me that I couldn't use a public toilet to please hold on. But the worst was that I was beaten and spat on and rejected every day at school for my differences. And it was my grandmother who helped me through this process.
1: How
2: did she do
0: that? Uh, Holly, um, one day I was, uh, I stuttered because I started to stutter badly because I lost all belief and confidence in, in myself. And I didn't believe I had a place in the world, especially in the playground. And on this particular day, teacher um, asked me what uh, 10 times 10 was. And I stuttered and I couldn't get it out quick enough. And she called me to the front of the class and she said, "Put your hand out um, and I had to get a hundred canes on my hand." And she took this cane and I got probably to 30 canes on my hand. It's horrible. And I've, I recall running out, running out of the classroom, and I just ran home. And my grandmother was at home, and she looked at my hands. And they were red, raw, and swollen. And she said nothing, Holly. She just grabbed my hand and raced me back to school. And she burst into uh, the classroom and she caught the teacher by surprise. And my grandmother was a tiny woman. She was five foot. This teacher was six foot. And she grabbed this teacher by the neck. She put her little hand up. And then with the other hand, she... Grabbed all the canes and she snapped them. Then she snapped them over her her her, her knee and threw them uh, at the teacher. And she said, "The next time you touch my grandson, it will be your neck."
2: Oh my goodness!
0: And then she said, "Let's go home, my boy." And we went home and
2: I'm uh, I'm 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 so emotional over this. This is unbelievable.
0: But she walked, she walked me home and she had this funny way of always making me laugh. And when we got home, she said, let me make you scrambled eggs. <laughs> and um, to, today it's still my favourite oh meal.
2: Goodness.
0: We'd fry it in, um, she'd fry uh, onion in butter and the smell of onion and butter. Oh. And then she'd chop fresh parsley and she'd scramble these eggs And they were always healing. But that reminded me that I was valuable enough for someone to fight, someone would fight for me.
2: Mm-hmm. And we, we all need to know, I, I, I've said this my entire life, I'm so emotional over here. <laughs> I've said this my entire life, that if someone, and it can be a grandmother, it can be, it, it doesn't have to be specifically a parent, but if a child is loved completely by someone, they can be okay.
0: Holly, when I look back at my childhood, it was my grandmother who was my greatest source of support. You know, she protected me. She encouraged me. uh, She nurtured me emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know, in the evenings I would sit, she'd kneel with me um, beside my bed and we'd pray together. And she taught me to say, gentle Jesus, meek and mild, look upon this little child. But I had lost belief in my prayers because I believed how could children hurt me like this? Mm -hmm. Jesus must be deaf because... Mm -hmm. He's not hearing my prayers. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother, you know, as I grew up, she always said, there's a plan for you, my boy. God has a plan. He has a plan for all of us. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I never understood it. I never understood it. You know, we left South Africa. I began the, the whole healing process, which is why I love Australia. I was never beaten or spat on. The worst thing that anyone ever did to me was they called me Choco and I welcomed the name <laughs> um, because I was safe. I was safe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And really I began to heal here. And as life, you know, takes you on your journey, I, found my way into the world of beauty. My mother was a model. And I just got on with it. You know, I worked at the peak of the fashion and beauty industry. And I just kept moving. And then I owned uh, a very successful cosmetic company. And I just kept doing and being and doing more and doing more. And it was very stressful. And one night... I struggled to breathe and my wife had to rush me to an emergency, to the emergency hospital. And I, uh, they put me on oxygen, got the lungs moving. That was my first wake-up call. That was my first wake-up call. Because we we come into this world with our first breath taking our first breath, we leave taking our last breath. And yet in between, we forget the value of that breath until it's not there. When I got out of hospital, my wife said to me, I believe you need to make a decision between your health or your wealth. Over the months I closed the business And I left for India. And I sat in silence for 14 hours a day for weeks with no eye contact, no hand gestures and no talking. And it was in the silence that I recalled so much of what my grandmother had given me in the silence. I'd never cried more because everything that I had been running from came crashing into me, all my insecurities, all my hurt. I was still that broken kid trying to validate himself in the world, trying to find a place in the world.
2: You had become the most noted beauty and wellness Expert gained the most notoriety in the world.
0: Uh, and you, you know, Holly, that has been sitting in the silence and understanding the power of our breath and my journey to find the truth of who I am.
2: Wow. And it's, when I.
0: Sorry, Holly, because when I look back at my whole life and the insecurities and the fears, I've realized the plan that my grandmother said. There was a plan. Because I really understood the truth of beauty. Because how would I be able to speak about insecurity if I never had it? How would I know what hurt felt like if I didn't experience it or to look in the mirror and not like what I see. It was lived experience. And the beauty industry taught me the truth because there I was faced with the fantasy of what beauty is. But it was in the silence that I recalled so many things that my grandmother had reminded me as I grew up and I could look at my whole life and I was 30 then, so over, you know, over 30, coming up 30 years I could make absolute sense of everything and I looked at everything that I had experienced, Holly and it wasn't that life and the pain and happened to me it happened for me for me to understand the truth of my value as a human being and the stepping stones the fears the insecurities they were just stepping stones that took me closer to the truth of who i am and they introduced me to a higher aspect of my being my and this, this is
2: the wisdom that you get to share with the world as a result of it.
0: As a result of understanding that we all have a place, we all have purpose, we all have a story, we all have a voice, and it's a voice that needs to be heard. My grandmother shared her voice with me on a regular basis. You know, she taught me so many things, Holly. So many things. In the silence, I recalled one of the greatest things. Whenever I felt scared, she said to me, you should never feel scared, my boy. And I'd say, why, Oma?" And she said, because if you knew the energy that surrounds you and the energy that lives within you, that created you, You would never be scared a day in your life.
2: So incredible. Oh my goodness. Uh, I have to take a quick commercial break, but I want to continue this conversation with you. And I want to actually spotlight something on the other side of break that listeners are going to be just so moved by as if they're not moved enough already. Um, So Anyway, don't go anywhere. This fantastic conversation will continue today. We're so grateful to be with Gregory Lansman, talking all things, definitely the value of life experience we all have. And in particular, uh, two books, a lifetime of beauty and a prayer for every child that we will actually, uh, really be focusing on, on the other side of break. Definitely don't go anywhere. Stay, stay with your ears on the, on the show. Uh, you can learn more about him. By visiting him at www.gregorylandsman.com and huge surprise on the other side of break that you will so love. Uh, By the way, uh, for those of you that uh, love our show's theme song, that's Jim Bieloff's Aging Gratefully. You can find that song, Aging Gratefully, on iTunes and Amazon Music. Download that for your uh, playlist. I have it on mine. It's in his album, Dreams I Left in Pockets. Show Jim some Aging Gratefully love and make sure that you have that on your uh, music playlist. Thank you so much. Awesome aging rebels tuning in from around the world. Oh my goodness, actually Gregory is uh, in Australia. We have a lot of listeners tuning in from Australia. We love you out there in Australia and everywhere tuning in from sea to shining sea. Thank you so much everywhere around the globe. It is you, the amazing listeners and awesome guests like today that have had this show three years running a top show on aging to listen, follow, and subscribe to, uh, around the world. Um, so anyway, on the entire planet, thank you so much. Um, thank you. We really appreciate that. Have I told you since last week? I need to, it's so important. You need to know that you rock and you role model. And I'm grateful for each of you. I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ashlyn Weiss, a gerontologist from Ball Ground, Georgia, and I love listening to the Aging Gratefully Show every Friday with gerontologist Holly Kelly. With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
2: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: The Ladder Life Planning Institute is the ultimate guidance for life's inevitable destiny and your path to passionate aging and inspirational advanced care planning. LLPI offers tools that educate, inspire, and enlighten. Live vibrantly. Plan thoughtfully, age dynamically. Visit LLPI for business and individual consulting services. Professional and keynote speaking, books, workshops, education, webinars, and resources. LLPI is here to transform your ladder life living today. Visit them at ladderlifeplanninginstitute.com. Live extraordinary, age dynamically. Visit ladderlifeplanninginstitute.com.
2: Hi everyone, actor Chris Tumey here checking in. I hope you're enjoying this aging gratefully power hour of enlightenment as much as I am. I really enjoy getting into character for
1: filming. Acting is so incredibly fun and rewarding. I just love it. There's something else I enjoy too, and that's the weekly inspirations shared every week by our host, the awesome gerontologist Holly Kelly. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player or catch the show live Fridays 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern.
0: Now, back to this week's show.
2: Thank you so much, best listeners in the world. I haven't told you that in just a couple of minutes, so you need to know. Uh, welcome back to Aging Great Fleet. I'm your host, Gerontologist Holly Kelly, here today with Gregory Landsman, one of the most noted uh, global beauty and wellness experts worldwide, best selling author of nine books, TV host, um, talent extraordinaire, but the wisdom Oh, my goodness. Thought leader. Uh, Definitely. And so happy to have him back on the show. I'm actually going to skip our listener shout out this week and um, use our time for something really special. Not that our listeners aren't special, uh, but we only have so much time on the show. So we'll pick that up next week. And um I want to um first tell you that you can connect with Gregory at GregoryLansman.com, his mini books, face food, face value, face fitness, face secrets, the balance of uh beauty, stop stress fast, faith lifting prayers, and a prayer for every child. But let me tell you out there about that one and uh the incredible uh, other book he's written, A Lifetime of Beauty. They're all great. Um, But this one um, is just, I don't even really know how to, he does so much incredible work for the world. As you can tell, he's so passionate about the work that he does. So he shared with me that he's starting a campaign to support children and to celebrate and value their differences. So he's donating the royalties from his book, A Lifetime of Beauty, And he's sharing the book, um, an an actual video version of the book, A Prayer for Every Child. And we're going to play the audio version of it for you right now. And you can actually see the uh, visual version of it on his website. So you're going to love the audio version. Connect with him at his website at www.gregorylansman.com to see the The video version of it, it's beautiful, it's moving, but my goodness, just listen to this and uh, we'll talk about it on the other side.
0: I wrote these books in the hope that they would shine light on some of the troubles that children experience, because I believe in the equality of beauty, that no one is better than who we are, and in the same breath, no one is less. In this truth lies our hope, our freedom, and our strength to live a good life. I believe the mothers and fathers of this and future generations are our greatest hope to create a kinder world and a better future. My prayer for every child is to know they are all meant to be different but on the inside they are all the same. To experience the joy of friendship and the hatching of great plans. But most importantly, for every child to play and play and be the superheroes for the day. To be loved like they are the only person in the world. To express themselves and celebrate their special gifts. But always supported to live their lives in full color as they laugh, cry, and reach for the sky. To be taught that good food equates to good energy. To live a good life. To feel the love of an animal and live joyfully with nature. But always allowed the pleasure of sand between their toes and getting dirt on their clothes. To live daily with the comfort of deep sleep and a peaceful heart. To enjoy a life that knows the value of kindness and respect. And though they are small, let them know that size is an attitude, so they'll be a hundred feet tall. To believe that winning isn't as important as sharing and joining in. To feel confident walking their own path. Because someone has their back, granting every parent's greatest wish that they'll be the best they can be and live forever free. This is my prayer for every child.
2: Okay. Wow. I mean, Gregory, oh my goodness. I've seen it several times and every time. I'm just, I can't even believe it. This video that you've created is incredible. So, um, listeners the, just over two minutes, you have to go to his website and watch this video. Oh, Gregory, you're talking it, about truth and hope. And, uh, this is your, uh, your prayer and your wish and everything is just, it's so beautiful.
0: Holly, it's, um, something that is, <clears throat> sorry it is something that is very close close to my heart um a prayer for every child because it is about how do we support our children to celebrate their differences and to be the very best version of themselves and uh a lifetime of beauty is a book that lets children know that they are valued and valuable and beautiful and uh it is, it is something that is dear to my heart because so much of the hurt that I experienced in my life, that really it was shaped in the playground of my youth. And in 2004, I went back to uh, schools and I did qualitative and quantitative research to understand the concept of beauty and how it shapes um, a child's self-belief and their level of self-worth. It was astounding. It was astounding, um, Holly. The research revealed that over 90% of our children don't like their physical bodies, aged between seven and 12. And when I listened to these stories, One little girl comes to mind and we'd have a day called a beauty day. She stood up in the assembly on this particular day and she said, Mr. Greggs, I could never be beautiful. And I said, why would you say that? And she said, because beautiful people don't have scars. Holly, I could have... I could have just sobbed. She was the most beautiful little girl. Anyway, the teacher told me that she was born with um, a red wine birthmark on her face. And kids used to tease her. And she was bullied as a result of this. On this particular day, um, her mother found her. She had collapsed on a footpath. She just couldn't, she couldn't cope with the bullying and, uh, and the teasing. She asked her mother, um, could they do something about it? Anyway, it was a long story. It was a very painful, difficult procedure. And they removed this, but it left her with a scar. And now children call her Scarface. But in the same assembly, a little boy stood up and he said, Mr. Greggs, I'm beautiful. And I said, and what makes you beautiful? And he said, my ears.
1: <laughs>
0: and he had the biggest ears that I'd ever seen. <laughs> I'd never seen ears that big. <laughs> and I said to him, and why do your ears make you beautiful? And he said, my mother told me that when I was born, I was given something very special. Not many people would have it. But I had to be very proud of them. And I had to take extra care of them do you know that not one kid laughed in that assembly at him? The teachers told me that he was never bullied and he excelled in his schoolwork. That was the power of self-belief. And that's why I had written A Lifetime of Beauty.
2: I'm wondering also if as wise elders, the sharing of wisdom, et cetera, if we have the capacity to help the generations that come after us, as your grandmother did, help youth rewrite their personal narratives.
0: Holly, I believe we can.
2: Like she did for her son.
0: Yes. Because when we can give our children, a strong sense of who they are. And we show them what resilience looks like by the way we live and love. And we remind them that they have a a place in this world and it's their differences that can make a difference in our world.
2: You must have felt like invisible, so, so small, so like you had no meaning when you were hit with the canes when you ran out of the room and you went home and you and you found your grandmother there. And when your grandmother showed back up at that school and schooled that teacher on your behalf, you must have walked out of that school 10 feet tall.
0: I did. Because our children don't only learn from what we we say, but they learn from what we do. because can you,
2: you talk about this in the video you you talk about size as an attitude.
0: Yes mm-hmm. And with self-belief we can be a hundred feet tall mm-hmm. And we need to support our children now more than ever in a world that is not always kind or respectful. We need to give them self-belief so that they can stand strong in the face of the challenges that come with life and that they can begin to appreciate their differences and the differences of others. This is how we grow self-belief and also resilience. You know, my grandmother always said to me, and I'd go, "Oma, but they don't think like that. She said, my boy, what other people think of you, it's none of your business. The most important thing is, how do you think about yourself? Or I'd say, I don't look like other people. Oma, and she'd say to me, And this took me into the beauty industry where I really firmly believe that the most beautiful aspects of a human being, we don't see with the eyes because she said to me, you know what my boy, God gives us all five minutes of grace and we can wow people with our fancy clothes and our small noses and the perfume. She said, after your five minutes, the truth of who you are emerges. And nothing can hide the spirit of your humanity. And it's the spirit of our humanity. And our children can benefit from the wisdom and learned experience of those in their families and in their communities that have lived long enough to know that feeling good is more important than just looking good.
2: So important, but, and, and I mean, wisdom across generations is so important. Across
0: really, if we want something different, then we have to show them
2: ageless wisdom,
0: ageless wisdom. But we to do that, we need to be active role models that show them the values of kindness and respect, and that we live in a world that prioritizes wisdom. That is why it's so important for us to recognize ourselves and those around us for what is really genuinely meaningful and important in our lives.
2: So what do you say to people that believe their value is diminished as they age?
0: We are only as old as our self-belief, as wise as our words, and as beautiful as the love we hold in our heart. I always remind people, it's not a line that ages us. It's when we lose belief in who we are. I have a wonderful example of, um, I lived on the Greek islands for three months and there was this incredible woman. I was only in my twenties But she was probably 59 and she had a a lover who was 29. She would emerge from the water in her little bikini in the evenings, she had no makeup on. She always just had her hair pulled back and she, she danced you know, openly and freely. And there were always men around her. And people always say to me, oh, well, she must have had work done. She didn't. She was a woman in her late 50s. But what made her ageless and beautiful was her self-belief and her freedom to just be in the world and to own her space and not excuse it. And that, I believe, is when we become ageless. We are not defined by a wrinkle or what we believe we need to look like. We are defined purely by our level of self-belief. And that is when we become ageless. We step into our power. We own all of who we are, not just the the aspects that we like. You know, a lot of people ask me when I was in India, did I find myself? No, it was in the silence that I knew the power of accepting myself. At every age and every stage, Mm -hmm. it brings something beautiful to our life.
2: So important. And you know what we want to touch on mental health before our hour is up. And that's so important, especially during the times that we're in. Uh, And, you know, you and I talk about that openly together when we're not creating a show. And so um, let's talk about, let's touch on that briefly before our time is gone about keeping in a good mental place um, and mental perspectives uh, because It's more challenging now than ever, uh, and people are challenged with this growing older thing anyway.
0: We are really being challenged on so many levels, but I always believe that what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. And we are in a process of deep change, and we go through so many changes. And our attitudes change, our body changes, life changes. And the only thing that we can control is the way we think and feel about who we are and what we represent in this world. And with everything that we are exposed to, you know, the fear of aging and the the stress that comes with that. When we can, first of all, accept who we are and treat ourselves more kindly. You know, a um, a friend of mine's daughter said to me, Gregory, what does loving yourself mean? And I thought, what a great question. Because this is the time. To treat ourselves more kindly, to hold ourselves more tightly as we are facing the challenges. Because we need to support ourselves on so many levels. You know, we worry about what we eat and the toxins in it. But I believe part of our mental health requires us to be very conscious of the people around us and the messages that we are taking in especially about age you know my grandmother she was an ageless beauty she was ageless because she owned all of who she is she was an incredible example to me that we can age well We can age gratefully and gracefully, but that means we need to treat ourselves with much more kindness and much more respect. You know, some words are extremely powerful, Holly. Words are extremely powerful, but the most powerful words that we will ever hear are the ones that we say to ourselves. And I believe this is our time. Mm -hmm. This is our time. Let's not make it about age. Let's make it about life so that we can feel more, we can heal more, we can live more, and we can love more of who we are just as we are, knowing that at every age and at every stage of our life, we have something to contribute, something of value something of value that we can share with the younger generation.
2: So important. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I love everything that you've shared today and I know our listeners do too. And you bring so much to the world, Gregory, and absolutely inclusion across the generations and the wisdom that you hold is just a treasure it, it is a treasure chest. It's unbelievable. Thank you for creating another show uh, with us. That is just, just full of so many gems. So, well, so incredible.
0: No, thank you, Holly. Um, thank you again. And, you know, there's a, an excerpt um, from a lifetime of beauty that I would like to just read before we, we finish the show. Um To be beautiful, all you have to do is be yourself, like yourself, but most importantly, be kind to yourself and others. Stir your heart with your dreams. Celebrate your life. Laugh, cry, and pretend you can fly. Make friends with yourself. Believe in your magic. Honor your body and your life. Wish upon a star say, I love you often and smile regularly.
2: So beautiful. That is,
0: it's, Did you write this that? Little, yes, I, I so wrote beautiful. that. It's in A Lifetime of Beauty because it's these simple things that make a big difference, Holly, to how we will think and feel about ourselves and how we walk In this world, whether we push our head down or hold it high, it depends on self-belief, not on age.
2: So incredible. Not on age. I I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know you've answered this before, but we want to know how you age gratefully, if you can uh, share with us again. There's many ways. So
0: There are are so (laughs) many ways.
2: (laughs) Let me count the ways I age gratefully.
0: (laughs) You know, I, I give thanks every morning, Ollie. You know, I give thanks for um, who I am, as I am. And the first sec- seven seconds in my, of my morning, I program my whole day with gratitude. When I first wake up, I am grateful I, for anything, I'm grateful for the pillow. I give thanks for the bed, for a a safe environment and for another day, for a new day. And aging gratefully for me is reminding myself on a daily basis that I can't change my past, but I can make peace with it. So I I say thank you, thank you for a new day I take 10 deep breaths and give thanks for my ability to breathe. I drink a glass of lemon water that sits on the side of my bed. It's like a little mini detox. I head to the mirror, I put my hand on my heart and say, good morning, I love you. It is connecting to my heart because while we love others, Sometimes we forget to love ourselves and it's being kind to yourself. And I put my hand on my heart and I remind myself that that is where everything starts. Our heart will navigate us and take us to incredible places. We just need to listen. It reminds me on a day-to-day basis to fight for my possibilities not my limitations and when it comes to aging gratefully we need to still believe in the possibilities that we have in this life and it is not about a limitation it's all about self-belief and possibilities so So for me Mm. aging gratefully is um celebrating who we are as we are and um being extremely grateful for every day that we have, because every day gives us an opportunity for a new beginning. And that has nothing to do with age.
2: So true. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. And um, again, we uh, cherish the time that we've had with you. I invite listeners to visit your website, www. GregoryLandsman.com, and definitely uh, please go there and check out the video that is there. You will not be disappointed. And remember that he will be donating the royalties from his book, A Lifetime of Beauty, and uh, the book is from uh, the actual an excerpt from the Prayer for Every Child, uh, just to create awareness. This is his passion. And uh, so incredible. So please go there and see that and buy the books, buy the books. They're incredible. I have them. I have them all here on my desk and um, they're incredible. So anyway, thank you so much for the time that you've spent with us today. It's been incredible.
0: Thank you, Holly. Um, it is always a pleasure to discuss life, love, and um, the whole shebang, really. And you asked, as I said, the last time. I believe you're such a wonderful example of what it is to age gratefully because you make a contribution to the world. And that is not about age, it's about passion and it's about purpose. And so thank you, Holly.
2: You're very welcome, thank you. You've been listening to Aging Gratefully and I'm your host, Gerontologist Holly Kelly. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our message, I invite you to subscribe and share it with others. May you remember to never act your age and that age is just a number. And may you enjoy and embrace the coming week in the spirit of gratitude. Until we meet again, here's to living your best life now.
1: I used to think time was my enemy. My future wasn't looking good. So worried about the things I couldn't see. I couldn't see the things I could. I was aging fearfully. Worrying my life away when all along I should have been. Thankful for every day. Finally made a friend of time you could say that I'm aging gratefully, Mm, aging gratefully.